Again, for the most dangerous two hours in radio, on the wake up with your host this evening, your brother Cam Kazi the Cutlass. Shout out to my brother John, the Masonic Marine from the Truth Booth Podcast. Shout out to super producer Cindy Ashby for bringing this all together. Shout out to the whole On the Wake Up Radio family, and shout out to you, the listener, the On the Wake Up Radio Army. You can check us out at onthewakeupradio.com, where we have the 24-hour live radio, 24-hour streaming radio, where you can hear some of our past shows as they're broadcast. You can also hear our live programs on thewakeupradio.com. And if you want to go check out the archives, we always say the best place to go is the SoundCloud. Then we have Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. So check us out at all those. If you do check them out, definitely please hit that like button. And that share button. Share this content with someone who you feel is on the wake up or someone who you feel needs to hear something real in their life. Big shout out to FEMA Administrator Deanne Criswell. Thank you, Deanne, for keeping the lights on. We see you. If you are listening to this on the IG Live, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to want to go to onthewakeupradio.com. Thank you, Super Producer. Go to onthewakeupradio.com and listen to this because that's the only place you're going to be able to hear this part of the interview. Uh, This evening, I will be interviewing the brother, the elder, O.C. Burton II. O.C. Burton II. How you doing, brother? Welcome to On The Wake Up Radio. Very nice to be here. Yep. And just like I was saying to folks, if you want to listen to this part of the conversation, please tune into onthewakeupradio.com. You can keep the IG live open. That's cool. But you will not be able to hear the brother on the IG live. You will only be able to hear him exclusively on onthewakeupradio.com. So tune in and check him out, what he what he needs to, uh, what he's going to say. So, Brother O.C., please tell us a little bit about yourself. From Holland Park, Michigan, where I got my primary and uh, little secondary educational training at that time. I call it instructional services now. Mm. Had my first company when I was 19. Ran for public office, school board when I was 19. Had a lot of early experiences in administration and government. I was the youngest appointee in the state of Michigan in 1975 at the age of 20. Actually, was 76 when I started working for Mayor Jesse Miller, who I was the co-campaign manager of his campaign in 75, and he defeated Bob Blackwell, a Republican. Um, John Conyers at the time was responsible for me holding that position. 
you saw my knowledge of the neighborhoods and the community at that time. And uh, he began to work with me and teach me how to win elections. Subsequently, about 30 years later, I started Aquarius Enterprises. And we're 4-0 in elections when I've held administrative position. Fast forward, I don't really like talking about me. I mean, like everybody else, it's been up and down, more up than down. In 1996, uh, Birmingham, Alabama, I met a young lady at the Birmingham Civil Rights Institute at a race conference conference on racism where I spoke and um, I've always been able to hold my own historically and with knowledge of what has happened to us as a people uh, learning from Dr. Richard Williams, Dr. Naeem Akbar, mm. Julian Nathan Hale you know just all of the scholars worked with me throughout my life subsequently coming to the Community Presbyterian Center in 1996 we developed a middle school program. A few elementary school students were there called Kid Shop, where we taught homework assistance, computer training. Uh, we had the first internet system private that was open to the public. And we had a small curriculum at that time on business and entrepreneurship. Fast forward, uh, well, looking back, I've done uh, extensive work in retail service. Uh, I've owned stores, video convenience, um, concert promoter for nine years, another 14 years as a consultant to other promoters, assisting them with their promotion firms, wrapped all of that up. Uh, in 2015 and packaged it in the new program, Kids Shop Yet Organization, kidshopyet.org. We do a variety of things. It is a seven-level program. Each program has its own specific manual to the age and Mm -hmm. grade that it covers. Uh, We own businesses, and we will be assisting those people who want to start up a business. Wow. That's a mouthful right there. That that's, that's like several different lives right there, brother. <laughs> it's been a lot. It's been a long journey. Wow. So it's like where to start. So with what you're doing right now, let, let me ask you, so what are some of the challenges that you see right now? you know, with, with, with your years of knowledge or your years of experience, let me say, have, have children changed, have kids changed, or are they still fundamentally the same when it comes to your approach to reaching them? I think society has changed, which leads to a change in the humans that live in that society adults, children, elders, etc., etc. Um I have my nine-year-old grandson staying with me now. Mm. Looks just like me when I was nine. He's very bright, 
in the areas that he's interested in. Mm. He struggles with manual things. Now he's excellent on the computer. He's excellent in the knowledge areas that his interest is in. And I think that's good because you can pick children up on their interests and they can gravitate to other areas. And if you're a good teacher, you can link the life skills that they need to learn in their interest. And that's what he's teaching me. Mm. Direct, direct answer to your question. Yes. When I did this program at the community Presbyterian center, um, they left me with four children from the previous administration. In four months, we had a hundred families registered, not a hundred children, a hundred families. That means that we serviced the hundred children that qualified for the program. And in some cases, the mother and the father after hours came in and used the computer to learn skills, the little brothers and the little sisters I began to get the older sisters to link with them. I found that you had an older sister, say, in high school who was a scholar, but the younger brother or sister was failing. And that was because the older sister didn't take time with the younger children. In my home, my younger sister was a teacher. My sister who taught, is responsible for my basic fundamental skill because mm. she took time with me being nine years younger okay teaching me the things that I needed to learn I'm finding that that's not happening today and that's from the splintered family um, these children today are very bright, very bright. But because the elders, the one generation behind me, have not gone into business, we can't hire them. So what's happened in America is the descendant of slavery has been put in a situation like this, I'm going to give you the, the, the percentages. 95% of us work for white companies or other ethnic group-owned companies and the government, federal, state, city, and county. Only 5% of us work for our own people. So when you talk about black businesses, we have the numbers but we don't have the relationships in our neighborhoods with those businesses. And I'm going to go on record here and say the BE 100 list, industrial to service, all of them, there's very little presence in our neighborhoods. Hmm. Problematic. So what has to happen is we have to be trained on how to work together. We have to be taught and instructed on how to unify. You just can't say we need to unify. 
Well, of right, course we do. Right. But coming out of our situation, how does that work? How does that happen? We have right. to be trained. Right. And, you know, this is a conversation that I, I have with people sometimes. And really, especially with social media, you get to see what folks think about. You know, you get to see what's kind of in people's minds. And so often I see, oh, we have to unify. We have to get together. We have to do this and that. But just because we say it doesn't mean that it actually happens. And what it takes for that to actually happen is work that I, I don't know if a lot of people are prepared for. I don't want to say they're not prepared for it because anybody can be prepared for it, but they have to be mentally prepared for what that means. And I think a lot of us just don't have a concept of what that actually means. Right? Because mm -hmm. you said it better than me. <laughs> Because, and I'm telling you, like, I've given this a lot of thought, sir. And I realized, like, in my mind, I said, okay, I feel like we need a 10-year plan. And it's not that we just need a 10-year plan, but a majority of us need to comprehend that there's a 10-year plan and then start to implement those. Now, I just say a 10-year plan because I feel like we need to set benchmarks, you know, something that we can measure in order to get to that right. point. But I feel like maybe if we're all on board with it, that 10-year plan might take five years or two years. But at least we have to have a way of measuring what we're talking about. We just announced, and it's at the design level in our ad agency of being graphically designed in a four-by-six, Reset America. Mm. 2021 to 2030. Oh, okay. It's nine years. Hmm. I chose nine years because that's the number of fulfillment and completeness. Okay. And in that package, uh, I don't have it in front of me. I wish I did. But um, number three is, no, number two, I think, is funding our own projects number now, two. When, you, when you talk about that number one is self-development okay we were given from our creator self family and community when the selves teach and train themselves to a level of understanding where they're ready to go out and earn an income and maybe have a mate, those two like minds. See, the problem is we've listened to a lot of cliche opposites attract. Mm -hmm. Well, that's only in a magnet. Mm -hmm. If you don't have some like-mindedness with your mate, the relationship is not going to work. Right. We've been listening to a lot of things that are half-truths or lies. You can't build anything on either. You must build on a solid foundation of morals, laws, and principles. And the ones that we use in the beginning are the pillars of life, accountability, ethics, 
honor, integrity, and responsibility. Short of that, nothing will happen. When you deal with a child, a child comes into this world as a spirit in a body. Mm. I call them embodied spirits. That is also known as a soul. The manipulation of the flesh with the spirit coming in is difficult. There's an adjustment period. I remember when we were coming up thereafter, we used to say, we will wobble, but they all don't, but, and they all fall down. That's part of the struggle of a spirit in a body. Mm. We have the capabilities to do anything and everything, but we don't have the ability. The ability must go into the capability in order to get the needed work done. Mm. Short of that, you have confusion. Wow. So you're talking about really building from the ground up. Um, We were torn down from the top down. mm, We've been demoralized, dehumanized, lynched, hung, killed, castrated, raped. Do I need to go any further? No, you don't. Because anybody who's listening to this should already know that. And if they don't, you know, go go pick up a book. There's play. They have documentaries on it now. You know, they have stuff that you could pull up on YouTube to give all the gory stuff that's happened. Like we have been completely demoralized and dismantled as a people, our our culture. You know, has been torn to shambles, literally. And this is to say. In the, the way our ancestors operated, they had systems for raising and developing the youth, you know? Um, by the time a young man or a young woman would reach around the age of 13 years old, they would begin their rites of passage. And, and in that rites of passage, according to the African traditions, in that rites of passage, that's where they would go off with the, the group of boys would go over here, the group of girls would go over there. And they would learn the beginning tenets of what it means to be a man in this culture. They would learn the beginning tenets of what it means to be a woman in this culture. What are your responsibilities? What is your role to your other brothers and to your sisters? What is your role to each other? One day you all are going to pick a mate and you're going to teach your children certain things. You know, the, the older children, once they come out of it, that this initiation, They have a role to guide the younger children, you know, the 18 year olds are guiding maybe the 15 year olds and the 10 year olds and so on down the line. And this unbroken line of knowledge and wisdom, this is how you kept the society together. This is how you kept the checks and balances. And so, you know, what what brother OC is talking about, the the level of destruction that's occurred, you know, we see roots and we and roots doesn't give the half of what was actually done the 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 culture and the systems that were put into place over thousands of years were completely dismantled and this is what brother's talking about how we have to build it now from the ground up it's not as easy as just we all got to get together 
And I always tell people, brother, I always say this, uh, our people got to get the little white man out of their head, just like they did in IET. Because until (laughs) until that happens, ain't nothing moving forward. (laughs) Brother, you open the door, and and I have no, you know, like they say, ain't no shame in my game. Mm -hmm. The truth not only will set you free, it will make you angry. Mm. Yes, sir. I see being of African descent, being in touch with my culture, being on the motherland for three times. Mm. I see little Europeans in dark skin. Mm -hmm. And rightfully so. Where did we get the training? Even in my life, if I hadn't stepped away from it, I had a conversation with my dad before he passed in 74 when I was 18. Wow. He didn't see me graduate. I tell my son all the time, I grew up without a father, but my father gave me such a great foundation the years he was alive to it carried me through and I met other men that assisted me. We have a great rites of passage program here Brother Yusef Suda, Elder Yusef Suda, he's been on uh, programs on On the Wake Up Radio, and I would like for you all to have him on again. Definitely. He's tremendous. And I want to say another problem within our ethnicity. Yes, sir. We don't like intelligence. Ooh. We shun intelligence. Mm. We need to learn how to listen, hear, and understand. Mm. It's not just listening. It's it, When you look at this, our creator and the creative forces, the universe, works in threes. A, B, C, one, two, three, do, re, mi. <laughs> Those three are nine. Back to completeness and fulfillment. Whenever you look at something, it's going to be one, two, three. Hmm. That's how simple this is. But when they steal your culture and your human holistic psyche, you have very little to work with. Mm. So it becomes difficult to rebuild. Wow. Right. Right. So, something we talk about often on this show is how even if you look at the music right now, it's, it's com- the complete degradation of our culture, the bastardization of our culture, you know, like, like rap music, not even the hip hop, you know, conscious hip hop that we used to hear more of. But this music that's, that's coming out now is completely destructive. And it causes people, our people especially, to act in self-destructive ways. And it, it just like you said, what'd you say? We we don't like knowledge, we don't like intelligence, whatever you said, it's it's the complete I like it's not why why is our music not promoting intelligence? Why is it not promoting entrepreneurship? It can promote drinking lean, you know, cough syrup and and 
promiscuous sex with strange partners, but it can't promote things that, that uplift society, that uplift our society specifically. And yeah, we know why. We, we talk about why. We don't own these record labels. It has nothing to do with us. The people who put out this music have no vested interest in seeing the progress of our children. But it's leading to the destruction of our children in the end of the day. And grown folks who want to act like children in the end of the day and follow what these, so you know, like Brother John, my co-host, he always talks about it. You have adults out here who are listening to music that's created for children, by children, promoted by these um, these uh, Jewish-owned record labels. Yeah, that that's a problem, and it's beginning to change. <clears throat> um, along with the program, we have broadcast training. Mm. Um, we own three internet stations, WKRN, Worldwide Kid Shop Radio Network. Our slogan is keeping melanated music alive and relevant in society. Mm. Now, when I say that, what I'm saying is we must own our own of everything. Ownership Mm. is change. Ownership is revolution. That's why Gil Scott Heron said that the revolution would not be televised. Mm-hmm. Because we have to learn to be the change. And it could be done very covertly if people caught on to what was going on. Mm. Talk but about so trench. We're so entrenched in giving our vibrations, frequency, and energy to the ones that oppressed us. And I'm talking about the Stockholm Syndrome. I'm yes, talking sir. about capture bonding. Yes, sir. We're so stuck there mentally to where we don't even know when something is in our best interest. Mm. Yes. <laughs> we have to have a revolution of the mind first mm-hmm. and go back and research what our ancestors did, what our foreparents did to be on a continent with no jails, no supermarkets, right. no hospitals. Right. They were fine after three attempts and snatching them off of the motherland. Finally, every ethnic group participated in getting them off. Right. And now the sojourn begins to diminish the greatness of a culture of people. And it's been very effective. But now we have to turn this around ourselves. And that's what got me on the path and journey. If you go to www.ksyet.org, you will see our book list. 
This is not just a series of programs. It's a movement. Mm. You will see Dr. Akbar's community of self. Mm. You will see Dr. Richard Williams. They stole it, but you must return it. Mm. We have to understand what our scholars went and did. Right. Right. As, as, a, as a young man, when I met them, I'm like, well, you have all this knowledge. Why don't you have a program? Well, mm. I do. You can't ask somebody to do everything. Right. And this is, this is what our program is about. We have to change ourselves. No one. It is not in anyone else's best interest to wake up the sleeping giant. Mm. We are very innovative, creative, intelligent, motivated, self-starting people. We've invented everything here. Right. Right. In the literal sense of the, <laughs> the term, too. Literally, yes. I saw a, a video, a guy knocked on a, a Caucasian lady door, and we're here to take out everything that we created. <laughs> and when they finished taking out stuff, the house was empty. Mm-hmm. We have got to take time each day and work on ourselves to get the other information out of us, we have to take time to unlearn some bad habits. Mm. Let me tell you, brother. Go ahead. The laws and principles of our ancestors that don't fail. And it took me a long time to find them. But once I learned them, there's been no failure. And if you really want to look at failure, as long as you stay on your journey, you're practicing for the impending success. Mm. Nothing comes without practice. And the old adage, the old cliche, practice makes perfect. Right. I've been at this a long time. 45 years of my life, 46 on September 15th. I got to tell you, brother, the language that you use, it's incredibly, it's it's inspiring and it's affirming, you know, the the type of language that you use. I can tell that, like you said, you've been doing this for 46 years. I can tell because even by the language you use, you can tell that you have a different outlook on life in general. You have a different outlook on how to reach the success that you're talking about. Is that fair to say? Yes. I mean, all we're left with is if there's something that you want in life or if there's something that you want to do in life, you can either pray about it or learn the process and do it. We're Mm. in a series of systems that have processes to them. And that's, look, 
well, I'm not on camera anymore. But if you look at the kids shop logo is the pyramid. Right. And I ask children when I meet them, how many points do you see on this pyramid? Mm-hmm. And they one, two, three. Some people stop at three. Some people say four because they see four. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, you, what's your final answer? Four, Mr. Olson. Okay, good. You see four, but there are five. Right. And I use this symbol in our graphic design on purpose because if you research the number five, it circles all around knowledge. And if you look at the fifth point on a pyramid, no matter which way you look at it, there's a hidden point. You can only see four. Mm. That fifth point represents the hidden knowledge that was kept from us. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Back to they stole it, but you must return it. Mm. Not going to come to us and instruct us properly. That's not their job. Right. Right. And again, it's so easy for people to say something like that and not think about the implications of what you just said. Yes. No, no, no. They're not going to teach us the hidden stuff. They're not going to teach us what we need to know to be successful. And that's where it comes down to the practical day-to-day, the hour-to-hour things that are going to help us liberate ourselves, essentially. I'm glad you said that because we're dealing with freedom. Now, you can confuse freedom with convenience. Mm. You can do that all day. Hmm. See, a lot of us think we're free because we can go to 7-Eleven or Circle K or whatever the or whatever the area convenience store is where you live. Mm. That's not freedom. <laughs> freedom is not what we seek. We seek liberation. Mm. In its totality, give us our minds. We have to take our minds back. Where we think for self. Mm. And and something else I've learned, brother, you hear people talking about sellouts. Right. Sometimes, just sometimes, our own people created that sellout. Because people that know, I mean, you can only go so long and so far trying to pull other people along. Hmm. So what happens to that person is they just don't have the intestinal fortitude and that old cliche kicks in. If you can't beat them, join them. Right. But it came because no one came to support that person. Okay. So no one came to participate with that person. I know support and participation equals prosperity. Mm. 
if a brother comes in the neighborhood and a sister is married and they open up a phone store and everybody stay away, how are they going to succeed? Right, they're not. But if everybody starts taking their family members in there, two, three at a time, in a month, they got over 100 customers. Hmm. The next month, they got over 300 customers. Now, they can look outside themselves and find someone in the community to come in and be a salesperson. Right. This this has to be taught to us. It's foreign. And mm. another thing is, we have lived in a society, and I use that word for a reason, and I'm going to go back in a, when, when I have some time, when you give me some time, I'm going to explain why I use society. Because each soul comes to this planet with a purpose, with a mission. I know mine, and I'm doing it. Mm. You cannot live in a society and allow everything to be done to you and be fearful of responding. You know why you can't do that? Mm, why? Everyone uses the word God. I say universe. Okay. I'll go with the word everybody uses. God. You see, when you really start studying, you'll learn that God and fear cannot occupy the same space. Mm. Mm. Very interesting. I like that. I like that take. Okay. So if you're fearful, you need to go work on your God consciousness. Hmm. Because that's not one of the qualities of our creator. Right. Right. Now, exactly. quick, quickly, quickly, brother, I'm just going to define this society issue. Mm -hmm. My son is named after me. And when I told him this, he fell out of his chair. <laughs> if you drop the S, we're looking at society. Mm -hmm. Drop the S, drop the T, and drop the Y, and set them aside, S-T-Y. Mm -hmm. When you go back to society, you see O-C. <laughs> <laughs> Now, anybody that's listening, anybody that's listening, I want you to take your name and play with it. See what you come up with. This is not coincidence. This is not by accident. I can give you the acronym for the STY. Because the universe speaks to me and I've learned to take instructions. And I have no fear. This mission must be accomplished if we're going to survive in this day and age. Mm. And it says, O.C., save the youth. Wow. Okay, sir. Huh. 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 Wow. See, all the elders 
don't remember when they were nine, when they were 16, 17, when they were 20, 21. I do. And I know what they're going through. That's why I took five years of my life and 60,000 of my dollars and wrote this program and got everything that it needs and created a self-funding solution. Mm. I don't need a grant. I need support. You are the grant. Just like I ask people all the time, if a person takes out a loan for a business and opens it up in the neighborhood, who pays the loan back? And everybody says, the guy that took it out. It's the people, right? The people pay it back. Mm -hmm. This brother is on it. I like you. You know. I'm just following. I'm just following super. You got a good teacher in front of me right now. <laughs> you have my full attention, sir. <laughs> See, this, this people say, well, you know, European, you're great people. Look what they've done. I beg to differ. They're not intelligent. Mm. They are great manipulators. Yes. Yes. They are great thieves and they are great savages. Right. We have to be great in our righteousness. I want to share something else that people mistake. Mm -hmm. When you look at Malcolm's picture and he said, it says, by any means necessary. See, he was standing by his window in his home. What he was saying was, or what was being said, is I will protect my family by any means necessary. Mm -hmm. Not that we do things by any means necessary. We do things by the laws, the covenants, and the principles that our creator left for us. Mm. Because in that is your security. In that is your knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. And in the principles of the universe, there is no failure. Mm. And I'll give you four incidents where you can see no failure. Our whole lives, we've woken up and we've been able to stand on ground, which is earth. We've been able to breathe, which is air and wind. We've been able to heat things, burn things, mold steel because of fire. Hmm. And we've been able to sustain ourselves with water. Mm. These are the examples that the creator and the creative forces have left for us. But mm. when you've been taught and trained otherwise, you do other things. Mm. And that's what we've been doing. Wow. Hmm. 
Wow. So you say in the principles of the universe, there is no failure. How do we now apply that to our lives? You're talking about practical application. Uh, I think that's lesson six in the beginner's manual. When you learn something, you begin to do it. Mm. It takes 21 to 30 days to break a habit, good or bad. Mm. So when you when you learn something, you start doing it. Well, we've been taught suspicion. So when a brother tells us something, instead of us testing it, doing research and development to see if it works, we begin a dialogue. Well, you can't dialogue about the principles. Hmm. You have to do them. Hmm. And let me give you let me give you an example. We've heard that what goes up must come down. Right. I'll give you an example when that's not true. Okay. And it's not a principle. If you're standing in front of an apartment building, and you throw a ball up, and somebody's hanging out the window with their arms and they catch it, did it come down? No. False statement. Hmm. See, See, the earth is a classroom. Learn of it. Hmm. Research and development is the order of the day. Okay, the brother said this. Let's go do it. We don't think like that because we don't like each other. And we've been <laughs> trained not to like each other. <laughs> so if I tell you we, we, we're, we're in a promotional event, I've got 23 years experience, 46 years in business. Somebody that has no experience tells me, well, you got your way of doing things and I got mine. Well, I'm like, there's no more four by six cars needed for this event. And I can look at it with experiential knowledge and tell you it's not needed. Well, the brother says, well, I think they are. He goes and order them. Doesn't have the money to pick them up. I know they're not needed. I'm not going to expend the capital. So they're sitting there after the event, not paid for. Uh. And, th and this is the disrespect and the dishonor that elders go through. Mm. Mm. Nah, brother. I wouldn't go down that road. That road is rocky. That road is going to have trouble on it. Hmm. You're going to end up with more problems than you can handle. Oh, man, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm going down the road anyway. <laughs> Never a, why do you say that? So you can't tell people everything because now they have no skin in the game. Mm. Right. You, you can't open up a business for somebody and they not put in any money. Right. 
You got to get in where you fit in. You got to bring something to offer. Knowledge, money, time, something. See, we've been allowed to slip and slide on our jobs because they've done it to wipe out competition. Mm. Think about it. If I can employ the talented ones in this ethnic group and keep oppressing the others, I got it made. Right. That's hmm. what can happen. And only we can bring it to an abrupt halt. Right. But we're at the point of a spiritual awakening but now there's a distraction called COVID. That's right. This conveniently showed up after the 400 years was over. Yep. Right after. The year after, right? The year after. But people not knowing their history is more apt to repeat it. Mm hmm. Exactly. And even I want to add to that. This is the we're in the decade, the international decade for people of African descent. Have you heard about this? Yes. You've heard about this. They, I can't tell you how many people I've mentioned that to who have never heard about this. So you probably also know that this decade ends December 31st. 2024. Brother, we are more than halfway through this, and most of our people have no idea. This is the time period, if we're supposed to get reparations, this is the time period, not if, excuse me, if we are to get reparations, this is the time period where that's supposed to happen. We should have been pushing for that and organizing for that in the last decade. And I know we don't necessarily need them because if we got our thing together and we had our thing together, we have plenty of resources to give ourselves those reparations. But because yeah. of, you know, the universal principles of reciprocity in my art, yes, we are owed reparations and repatriation in order for us to rebuild our people and our culture. But are we going to get that in the next four years? <clears throat> Before 2025, with, with this COVID thing right now? <laughs> we are way behind. Well, we're very much behind. But your 10-year plan, a nine-year plan, with those who are conscious enough and awake enough and those who are awakened now i want to tell you awaking in life is just like awaking out of the bed you still got to go in the bathroom brush your teeth wash your body Wash out your mouth. Clean out your eardrums so you can hear and get the eye Johnny out of your eye. Mm -hmm. Just to be woke. Yes, you're conscious, 
but you're not knowledgeable. Mm. So now that you're woke, you have to seek out the true knowledge of self. Mm. Learn some things and replace, you know, there's a principle, back to principles, that say this. If you take something away, it must be replaced. Now, that one is true. Hmm. Wow. It is true to ourselves. It's true to our neighborhoods. We're at the point, economically, socioeconomically, in business and entrepreneurship, when something closes in the hood, we should have a U-Haul up there the next day. <laughs> Open it up. Right. Because they only made enough money to go in the suburbs. Mm. They didn't take the need for that supply and demand with them. Hmm. The need is still there. And it's an opportunity for someone that looks like the neighborhood to go in there and be righteous in their business practices and give first-class courteous customer service. Right. This is not hard. We don't want to do the work. You know, because and, and this goes back to what I was saying about even the language that you use, it's affirming. And because one thing that the, the conversations that I often have with, with brothers and sisters when it comes to, you know, even opening up businesses, it's the money or the lack of money or the lack of resources to actually do it. And that's where a lot of our people get stuck is the lack. And I know I'm, I've been guilty of that in my life as well. You know, you have great ideas you get with people, but then you get hung up on how, how are we going to finance this? How are we going to make this happen? But even with the language that you use, that doesn't sound like a huge obstacle. It's not. Because for many of us, even myself, is guilty of bad prioritization of funds, misappropriation of funds. And most don't know that the principle is nothing comes without sacrifice. Mm. So now when you look at it like that and you go back to the stories of life, giving birth, nine months, Nine months, you can take and put a business plan together, get your startup together, equate expenses to it. Here in Vegas is $272.50. Now, you got your ownership within the startup. On the state level, $425. These are real numbers now. Anybody can do this if they learn the process. Mm. My mother was a Christian praying woman, and I thank her for everything that she taught me. But I learned 
from the universe that there are processes. Some mm. things I don't have to pray about. Hmm. I know the process. I can go do it. And I'm giving you the process on On the Wake Up Radio free. Because mm. I love my people and we must get this done. If we don't, little Ray Ray, little Kiki, little Khalil, little Champ, little Chump, whatever. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do anything but have a life of survival. Mm. Because if you can't leave a legacy, if you can't leave something for those behind you to manipulate this wicked world with, why were you here? Right. So continuing after ownership, you have operation. In operation, you get your inventory. I've started with 36 videos, $83 and a business loan. Hmm. And within nine months, I had two stores. What? In the VHS days. See, people don't believe. I don't deal with faith, hope, and belief. I deal with knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. See, if you have to believe something, just look at the word. Mm. E-E-L-I-E. Okay? Right. I didn't make that up. Right. If you don't know or you're not wise enough or you don't have the understanding, just set it aside. It'll come. Mm. So when you get your inventory in your operation, you can start with one and flip it. Mm. You can start with a dozen and flip it. See, we don't want to work. Mm. I can't tell you the number of people. Man, I had such an easy day at work today. I just kicked back all day. Right. It is said, if you don't work, you don't eat. Right. So we've been lulled to sleep to believe hmm. that we can live, not work, and build communities. And mm. that's the first time I've used this word because I don't use it. We don't have any. We have a collective of people in a neighborhood because under capitalism, if you don't have ownership in your area, hospital, school, and a finance institution, there is no community. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. Yes. If there's no ownership, go ahead, please. Go ahead. We run around just like we use the word brother. Mm -hmm. Yes, we're all brothers. But that's somewhat fictive kinship. 
Mm. We use fictive language. Mm. Community. What does it mean? Let's take the word man and woman. What do they mean? Mm. And I guarantee you, most people can't define either one of them. Mm. But I tell you this, the definitions go back to what the creator left us, and it's one, two, three, self, family, and community. Mm. And in a system of, in a socioeconomic system of capitalism, I was posed a question many years ago. Can there be morals in capitalism? Hmm. I immediately said, yes, there can. Well, no, brother, because everybody, you know, power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. See, we good on everything we've been taught. Right. But right. we're not good on what our ancestors survived with 6,000 plus years. Mm. I told a brother, I said, there's a 200 acre site in Kemet. It took over 2,000 years to build. Man, they must have did something wrong. They kept making mistakes. See, we jumped to conclusions. <laughs> as, as Johnny Cochran said, we rushed to judgment without thinking. Hmm. No, brother. The reason it took so long is the perfection in craftsmanship. Right. And if you go stand and look at it today, you'll be amazed. And every ethnic group has been over there trying to figure out how the pyramid was built. Still can't. And now <laughs> they want to say, oh, aliens did it. Of course, they skipped straight over black folks and went right to aliens. <laughs> you know, at least you can give credit where credit is due. I give credit to you for being a savage, for being manipulative, for being a liar. Do I have to go further? Right. I'll give credit where credit is due. And to look, once you, you you dog a people out, misuse them, abuse them on every level, and then you don't have it within you to understand that your time is up. Mm. See, a lot of things have to be pronounced in order for them to happen. You have to speak it in the atmosphere. We were created to think, write, and get up and go do it. One, two, three, again. These are simple things. They're not hard. Mm. Right. Hmm. And, and any man, any man, of African descent or indigenous who will not take the time to learn the principles that give life, that give liberty, that give fruits of the spirit, 
which lead to happiness, you're not a man. Mm. See, we've equated being a man to muscle. Right. But a man of African descent has a thinking, functioning mind that mm. is used to be innovative, to be creative, creative, to learn how to make something out of nothing. Mm. To learn how to not go along to get along. What does that mean? To embrace that queen, to have children and to raise them and to teach them properly have you ever seen a zebra send a zebra baby to over to the lions to teach and train? Mm -hmm. Never in my life. We continually <laughs> do it. We continually do it. Girl, I got rid of them children. I had my phone for a few hours. <laughs> you didn't have those children to have fun. You had those children to teach and train to be productive citizens in a society of oppression. Mm. Right. Mm. I can understand one leaving if you're unequally yoked, because that's a road you don't want to travel. But if you find that like mine, and you all learn together and work together, when you open up the book of my yacht and look at family relationships, it tells you straight up, first, love. Then marry. Mm. And care for the children. Mm. These are simple instructions. But see, when somebody subjugate the truth and give you a lie. Sure, if you put enough salt on the floor, some gonna fall through the cracks. Mm. You're gonna get success out of what was told to us, depending on your definition of success. Right. Huh. But Dr. King said, either we all go up together or we all go down together. Mm. There is no middle ground. Not at this point. The brother said it's, what, four more years, 2024? Yeah, tw you're right. That's a, a, a long way to go and a short time to get there. Mm. Right. And we keep putting ourselves in these situations. Because the fact of the matter is, any situation that you find yourself in, ultimately, you made the decision to be there in it. Mm. Now, you can decide by doing nothing. That's a decision. Mm. We're, we're living speaking a language as I was taught by my mentor that 
is English, and none of us are Englishmen or women. <laughs> so we're speaking a foreign tongue. Right. Now we make adjustment to it and, you know, come up with little phrases. You know, like I heard my grandson say the other day, granddad, that's bussin' bussin'. But I knew he meant that that was cool, that was good, you know. But we speak in a foreign language. That's why we make adaptations to it. Right. Because it's foreign to us. If you ask the average 21-year-old what a Davenport was, they couldn't tell you. But if you tell them couch, they'll understand that. Mm. So this is a bastard language. Right. They give you peace and peace. What the hell? <laughs> mm. Right. And with with this internet culture now, it's getting worse because People will use there, there, and there, and none of us will know what they're trying to say if you don't read into the context. There you go. But I tell people all the time, that's somewhat our fault mm-hmm. because we've got caught betwixt between with those that benefit from this system being between us and master and we keep giving them our energy our vibrations and we're operating at a very low frequency so you can't get out the trap like that I'll give you another example when you say 666 everybody immediately runs to oh that's the demon that's the devil that's the coming of the Antichrist. Ah. Mm-hmm. Nobody bothered to go study and find out that it's six neutrons, six protons, and six electrons that is the makeup of man and woman. Mm. And see, once they take your mind, what they say? Yeah, that's a power. Yes, sir. Mm. So, the reason and rationale that I was given, I didn't create this totally on my own. I read back through the manual sometime, and I'm like, this came through me. Mm, okay. And I love to be guided by the universe because I don't make no errors then. Mm. But when I get in Osi's mind, I make errors. Right. So, you know, the slogan of the program is if you don't decide your future, someone else will. Mm. And I made that statement when I had my first company in 1975. And now I add to that, someone has been deciding our future. And we have to learn 
how to take our destiny in our own hands. And it is possible. Right. Marcus Messiah Garvey, one of our greatest leaders on this land, built an organization that we must begin to pay attention to. The UNIA. Most UNIA chapters have created the Collective Black People's Movement, the CBPM. Hmm. We have to begin to pick up our brother's work. Okay, he was from the islands. He's still our brother. Right. His people either got dropped off or fled before the ships got here, or he's indigenous to the land. One of the two. Right. But he built an organization of 10 million members. Yep. It doesn't take a lot of people who have the will, the desire, and the commitment because all of us have talents and skills. All of us. Some are laying dormant because of the system. Right. If we come together, I, I, I have it down to 20 people in an area can bring revolution. Hmm, I like the sound of that. If you go back to my startup, which includes ownership, and you go into operation, management, management generally is sales oriented. That's what I need right now. I need sales people. And the commission is good. If I can find some more committed salespeople with each of these programs, there's seven levels. We start with Early Learning Center, two-year-old academy. We don't have one up yet. That's the prize program. From there, we have Future Entrepreneurs, which is elementary level, just where you introduce it to them. Then we have our commemorative program, Kid Shop which is our middle school program. What I'm looking at in the next 12 months is Kid Shop Institute. First thing somebody asked me was, you don't seek accreditation? I'm like, what are you talking about? Mm. You're always gonna talk about them. And which one of them can accredit my knowledge? Right. I wait. Right. So from Kids Shop, we go to YET. That's why it's K-S-Y-E-T. Middle school okay. and high school. Those are the important ages that we have to grab our young people's minds so that they can become innovative and creative and they can become involved in the socioeconomic system. Mm. I'm at the point where no holds barred. Our next program, Y-A-E-T, is for 21 to 34-year-olds. Mm. Attached to that program 
We have an OJT for ownership program. Who's ever had on the job training for ownership? I can't say I've heard of it, right? We actually take one of our businesses and let them come to class. They can be correspondents, communicate with an instructor, do it over the internet once that kidshopyet.org is available, which should be another month, and work in a business, the old co-op program. Learn and earn. Mm. That interested in the business, we'll make arrangements for you to keep it. Hmm. We have a lot of talented young people. I'm on my grandson now. I'm like, listen, you know how to use the phone so well. You could actually teach some seniors. Hmm. He said, Granddaddy, I'll do that. So I have a partner who has an IT service. We're fixing to link and go in the area libraries and start teaching our seniors how to work these devices. Wow. There's much you can do when you learn how to take an idea to the level of action. Mm. So, you know, from, from, from the YAT with the two programs, and we have a company that we're starting to attach to those two programs, because I like one, two, three. Right. A business, a business startup company that does nothing but startups. Hmm. When, a, when an area takes one of our programs, and I'm saying this publicly, I'll give it to you in writing. You put the program in a church, in a school, most of our programs run right around $5,000. And we'll even come in and help you fundraise. Hmm. I'm an ex-national concert promoter. I'm getting back into it. That's a method of fundraising. You get 20 people together, everybody take a line item on the cost sheet. Bam. Done deal. Mm. And we got it. We got it. We're not poor. When they use the word minority, it meant economically mm. not people and truly not as numbers. That's a lie, too. Right. Wow. I don't know how much more to do after YAET for the 21 to 34 year olds. We have GFBP, which is Grown Folks Business Plan. And that just came from a uh, a brother here named Juice out of Chicago when I was downtown and I was sports betting. I sports bet for nine years and never lost money in 30 days. Hmm. Now, Juice used to say, hey, oh, come here. Someone might be with me that might have been not my age. And he would say, 
Uh-uh, not you. I call, oh, this is grown folks' business. <laughs> That's why I named the program. The okay. Grown folks' business program. It's for grown folks. <clears throat> right. And after that, we have AIDS, which is our senior program, attitude, guidance for enterprise and entrepreneurship. And my goal with that program is to link back to the 21 to 34-year-old or even the high school or middle school students because one of their goals that they met is keeping the old and the young divided. Yes. We got to get that back. Right. And you're really talking about it's kind of like what I was talking about in the beginning, right? Where the older age group teaches the younger age groups and just on down the line. Right. That's that's how we keep order and that's how we move forward into the future. Yep. This is uh brother OC. We're coming to the end of this segment right here. Um Want to give us some some last piece of wisdom, information where we can reach you, anything you want to tell us in these last couple of minutes? Well, I want to thank you all, firstly, for having me on. Uh, a lot of people don't do that because they think that change doesn't include them. Mm. But that's your choice. Um. I suggest that everybody go to www.ksyet.org and look at the program and go to community center in your area, go to a church, go to people that do programs in your community and have them look at it. And if you like what you see, give us a call. 725-200-8342, and Aaliyah can assist you. And part of that assistance, if she's busy, might be getting you to me. Or you can call me direct at 702-504-7416. And our ad agency number, that's our ad agency number, because our ad agency is the representative company of the program mm. we have this set up where it can't fail and we're establishing a funding company very shortly so we'll be self-sustaining mm. wow well brother i want to thank you so much you really I, i've been taking notes this whole time you um definitely giving me a lot to think about. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us over here at On The Wake Up Radio. And whoever's listening, you all just got some free game. You just had jewels dropped on you from an elder who's been putting in work for longer than a lot of us have been alive. Putting in work longer than a lot of us have been alive. All right. Um, definitely, we're going to have this show in the next few days. 
in the archives. So you might want to go back and listen to it. I would suggest you listen to it on the SoundCloud. You'll probably hear a replay of it tomorrow during the day at some point. But this is um some powerful information that you hit us with, uh, Brother O.C. Burton II. And I just really want to thank you for coming here and, and talking with me for this for this time. Like I said, you give me a lot to think about. Well, brother, I want to thank you for having me. And I want everybody to know that this information came through me, not to me. Mm. Well, thank you very much. And we would love to have you back another time continue this conversation because I mean like I said there's just so much to unpack with everything that you've laid out but as the as the brother said as the elder said check out ksyet.org look at the um the curriculum book list okay get an idea of what's going on on this on this uh website Go to your community, local community centers and see if they would want to implement this. Change and revolution are an active thing. And so we all have to play our part in it. Brother, Brother Cam, I appreciate you. I appreciate you too, Brother O.C. And uh, look forward to our next conversation. Okay. All right. All righty. Take care. All right. Peace, brother. Peace. Wow. That was heavy right there. Um, I tell you, folks, we have some that was powerful right there. I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> Blew my mind with some of that because, you know, you speak with an elder like that and that forces us to approach what we understand as our reality a little bit differently. You know, um, wow, like I said, the way the brother uses language and words, we we have to elevate ourselves, and that nothing, no progress is going to come to us without putting in that work, putting in some work in some capacity. So here it is, y'all. Are you tired of being censored, shadow banned? Shit, are you just tired of creating content and making these platforms famous? Well, I'm asking you to support OTW2, it's the black YouTube. Why, you may say? Because our content is important and necessary. And because anytime we tell the truth, they shut us down on their platform. So we are behind enemy lines, so we cannot complain. 
just got to move accordingly, smarter. So since we know many of our people won't just jump ship and go to a black site, what I'm telling you to do is don't post everything that is great on their platform. Give them purge people a 10 second snippet, a 15 second snippet, and make them come to OTW tube and come check you out. Support black things or stop complaining. There's only unity, black unity, and black economics can change our situation. Wake up, y'all. OTW tube is where it's at.